Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. Mark here. Welcome back to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast with me once again after her many and various and distant travels, Val Cameron from I Am Val Cameron. Hi, Val. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it is going. Uh, you and I haven't talked in a while. Um, it's been a minute. It, it has been a minute. Uh, and this week, we, we got to see two movies that people, some people have been anticipating for a while. Um, and, and anticipation does not denote prejudice or expectation. It just means, ah, that movie's coming out and I'm interested to see it. Um, and so we saw them. And we're going to talk about them now. And we're going to determine whether the wait was worth it. Uh, today, actually tonight, in uh, two hours and two minutes, if my watch is correct, from the time I say this, I believe uh, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon drops on Netflix. Uh, everyone should know by now that it, it was a, a, a rejected proposal for a Star Wars film. Uh, and they rejected it. So he took it somewhere else and retooled it. And Netflix said, here, Zach, have a lot of money. Um, and he made Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Well, A, that's a pretty pretentious title. Uh, to A, assume that you're going to get two movies out of it to begin with. But then so I'm really getting tired of subtitled movies uh, with the secondary titles. Yeah, I so I really didn't do much research on this going in. That's kind of been my year is kind of trying to go into things open minded. However, as soon as you put Zack Snyder's name and I'm going to get hate mail for this um, on something, I know it's either going to be something very, very different and innovative or it's going to be something very pompous and overblown and I don't underwhelming. Like I feel like the last three Zack Snyder movies have been hyped up and then super underwhelming. Yeah, I don't disagree with that assessment at all. And and I consider myself a uh, a Zack Snyder fan. I mean, I I defend Watchmen. People don't. I defend yeah. Sucker Punch. People don't. Yeah. I liked Man of Steel, for yeah, God's no, all, sake. All three of those, again, like he's either doing something so good or he's doing crap. There's no like in between. No, he doesn't have a baseline. He is a, he is a man of extremes. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I can respect that in some ways, but I do think that Rebel Moon is so so pretentious it is i didn't know until we got to the theater that it was a rejected star wars movie you did oh actually i I don't know how you avoided knowing that i i did a really good job because i was doing so much traveling this year that it really helped me keep away from those things right (laughs) um and so right as i was going in 
I was told that. And so that, I think I would have known it in the first 10 minutes of the film anyway, that he was, it was kind of a Star Wars movie because as you're watching this film, within the first 20 minutes, you see at least four different Star Wars movies. I mean, and then halfway through, you're into Star Wars Rebels, you have Last Jedi, you have... um, I mean, New Hope is kind of in there a little bit. A lot of it is New Hope. You have Return of the Jedi, like you have you have you have Revenge of the Sith in there. Uh, One, the important part of Revenge of the Sith, and we're gonna well remind me we'll get back to Rogue One because there's another movie I need to talk about real as a as an adjunct to this, but. yeah, it's it's you know everyone's like oh it's it's seven samurai or magnificent seven in space which is also true. Yeah, if- I mean let's go down the gambit really quick. I mean for me it is Firefly, it is the three hundred, it is Gladiator, it is Star Wars, you know it is the movies that you said. It's also Mad Max. It's it's Dune. Me, it's Dune. Like for me, I'm watching it and I'm thinking there's some parts of it where I was like you know what. That would have been really cool if we could have gotten a Serenity or a Firefly that that went this far. Because I have wanted a really good space cowboy movie for a long time. So I was like, okay, like I could maybe get into this. It's a little more rugged. It's rated R, but it's kind of this Star Wars like cowboy thing going on. So I was I was like, okay. Okay. And the cinematography grabbed me. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> hold, hold on. So let's look over my shoulder here and you'll see okay. that I am a Firefly guy. We have Wash I... on the magazine. We have we have uh, River fighting the Reavers. You yeah. can't see. There's, there's all my little uh, Firefly action figures here. And you can't see the wall that's behind my desk, which is all Firefly stuff. Yeah. How, no, so I am a I big think, well, Firefly I think, fan. I think it's funny that that we're talking about Snyder riffing on on Firefly when we have the whole Justice League situation involving Joss Whedon. And I'm, I, I, I put in my review, I said, I'm shocked that he felt compelled to riff and or rip uh, from Whedon as much as he doesn't apparently care for his work. Um, well, but but I he did. The pretentious part is. Like, because for me... Zack Snyder basically came in and gave the finger to all of these filmmakers and said, I can make the content that you've been making for all these years and I can do it better. And then each section of the film was him trying to make these films better and saying, look what I did. It's better. Instead of taking at least just two of those ideas and making a different film, you can be inspired by films. Heck yeah. But this is way more than inspired. There is a no. whole section, a fight scene that is exactly from Star Wars Rebels. When they're on the bridge, oh. that is a scene from Star Wars Rebels. It's, yeah, it's, I, I like I said, and, and I consider myself a fan. Yeah. And this, I'm just, I, 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 I am of the firm opinion. And look, this, this movie is the epitome of why this podcast is called the visually stunning movie podcast. This yeah. podcast was named specifically to honor the, 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 the tendency for studios to tell you how great their movie looks before they tell you anything else, which means there's nothing else there. This, it, it, it was named in honor of Jupiter ascending, which was billed as 
the most visually stunning film you'll ever see, which it was. It was gorgeous. The the Waskowskis can can shoot a film. Uh, this is this is the 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 Jupiter ascending of twenty twenty three. Uh, it's 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 just not good. It's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. I I said that if I was going to shoot a movie, I would hire Zack Snyder to be behind the camera. It's like, yeah. dude, just frame it and shoot it. I and, feel and- like he did everything on this film. I think he was also getting people coffee at some point. Like, And I'm not against it, but I also think that you need to allow your movie to breathe. And then you also need to be open to other people's opinions so that you can catch yourself not being in the place that he keeps putting himself. Yeah, And I agree with you. This is probably one of the most beautiful movies that is unoriginal that I've ever seen. Now I've seen more unoriginal movies and I've seen more beautiful movies, but the fact that that's together in one movie is, is very different. And I don't hate the film. There are parts of the movie that I really liked and the casting was great. The performances The performances were fantastic. He had everything he needed to make a good movie, except for he put 70 different movies into one movie. Yep. On paper, this movie should have been uh, just absolutely incredible. Which it is, was the wish of Zack Snyder. It, if you yeah, watch it was. Wish this year. <laughs> right. Uh, if you read my review, I, I, I made a meme just for Zack. Uh, in this, in this, so there's, there's a cute little meme there for him. Uh, yeah, but, but no, I think it's funny. Yeah. On paper, this, this, this movie, sh- this was a no miss movie yeah. on paper, which is funny. Again, I'm going to make my firefly comparison and I'm going to reference another film real quick. Uh, on, because you know, on paper, firefly should not have worked and no. serenity should not have worked. And yet it no. did. And it did yeah. gangbusters work. Uh, yeah. And this is exactly the opposite. This, there's no, I, th- there's no reason this movie should have been this bad. Yeah. And, and you're, you're right. I, I said after the film, you said you don't hate the movie. And I, no. I posited it's because you don't care enough about this movie to hate it. There's, I mean, you can't invest. I, I couldn't invest in anyone That's enough to thing, hate it. That's what's so frustrating is because the characters to me, the characters were written so well, right? Even though the film was not written, which is again, one of those anomalies that if you follow each of the stories behind the characters, they could be strong stories. And again, those performances were great. And so I really wanted to care about at least four of the 30 characters in this film. There were a few, but, but I couldn't. I mean, I would say the lead I cared about the most and the droid. I always care about, well, <laughs> about the, the I think droid. I think the second I think the second film is gonna we're gonna see more of the droid. See, but I found the characters they were basically you know, every time in this film he would take us to a, a, a world and yeah. we would see that beautiful establishing shot and he would yeah. give us the legend that tells us the name of the world. Yeah. And that's it. There's, we, yeah. we know nothing about the, and I felt the same yeah. way about the characters. This is my character's name. And this is the yeah. role that I fulfill in this script. And then that's it. And the lead is the only yeah. one we really get any backstory on. Yeah. But again, and, he, you can think about, Ooh, this is a cool character. This could lead us to something neat. And then it never leads us. It's all this surface stuff that he wants you to try and figure out. And I'm all for having a second movie that's even stronger than the first. The one that I would say is super successful is Dune. 
it gives you a full story in the first movie and then it's now going to give us an add-on but you could see that first movie and be totally okay without ever seeing the second it doesn't rely on having a second movie to give you a full story right. and i don't even care about doom that much i know i'm gonna get hate mail for that it was fine it was beautiful but it was a full thought out story movies that make you depend on the next movie that's coming really upset me yeah. like it is so frustrating for me to say you're if your full story depends on what's coming next you should have rewritten it and for me, what I'm thinking, this is a Netflix movie. This is a movie where you're going to have two sections of it be two hours, 15 minutes, two and a half hours. Why couldn't he be less about himself and say, this should be a series? It's not always about making a motion picture. You can be a super successful filmmaker and cut up your series into sections and have it be even stronger because you could have built out those characters. You could have had eight episodes of an hour long movie of hour long episodes. And we would like our appetite would have been fulfilled. Well, and that's what I've seen happen a lot this year is that movie should have been a series. Don't yeah. be so pretentious that you have to be on. You have to be a, a motion picture. Well, apparently the, the 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 news is out there that there is a different cut of this film. Shocking for Snyder, of but apparently, there is. <laughs> but well, no, but apparently it's it was because of Netflix. Netflix, he did Netflix, and again, I don't understand this part. Netflix wanted a PG thirteen movie when it's fucking Netflix. Like Netflix has a problem with R rated films or something and violence, but so he, Zack Snyder has said. And we know that Zack Snyder says a lot of stuff. Has said that the the other film that's three hours long is rated R, and it's basically a different film. It's like so now we're going to be subjected to that, that I the just, calls for that. And if it's better, that's awesome. Guess what? Release that film instead. Yeah. Don't release some truncated. Yeah. thing that isn't the movie you wanted to make if netflix gonna let you i mean don't make a movie for netflix just to make the other thing yeah you know this isn't this isn't uh you know uh die hard three where they shot two films at the same time they shot pg scenes and then reshot the scene as an r so they could have an r-rated cut but it was the same film they just these scenes pg and then we'll just tweak them and it, but it was the same film so it's I I don't get it I don't understand it uh, I I if if Netflix was going to allow Snyder to do that Snyder should have said no I'm making this movie and been done with it instead he's doing what he did with fucking Justice League and he's priming the pump to make himself a martyr yeah and and I again I don't care for it it's that pretentious. God complex. Yeah. Well, let's let's real quick. Let me touch on it because we because there's okay. so much Star Wars in here. Let's yeah. talk about a science fiction film that came out real earlier this year from a Star Wars director from a Star Wars film that everyone loved. Gareth Edwards, the creator. Yeah. Another. Oh my God! This is going to be the best movie ever. And it didn't quite land with audiences. It didn't land with audiences, but I. I enjoyed this film for a lot of reasons. It's not an original story, but it is a story that we've heard before told in a way that was more exciting for me. It, it, the, it could it have been, me, it, it wasn't bad, 
Don't get me wrong. No. There were par- and there were parts of it that it were just, again were just downright great, and you could see what it yeah. could have been. But for some reason, sci-fi. I don't know. You know, the people. For are... me, it was a little bit like the Eternals in that it had so much that it could have been, but we they gave us these side characters like his wife. Yeah, we didn't get enough about her to care about her at all. She was a side thought for me. I thought the main character was great and strong. I thought the young character, um, you really cared about that kid. And then the special effects and fight scenes in that movie were amazing. And in a year that we got such horrible special effects and action films, I really loved that movie and respected it for that. And that brings me back to this movie. Like, Rebel Moon, what he did to kind of it was like this um smoke and mirrors magic he did not put the money into cgi and so he he played with light and he played with camera angles and he played with all these different things that are technically fun to make you not pay attention to the cgi now you're looking at this artistic ability to shoot this scene and to make you feel a certain way so that's why i can't say that i hated it because there were things that he did with it that were so good and then there were things that he did that was just a bunch of this yeah yeah i and i I, (laughs) and not in a good way and and i do not disagree with that general assessment at all i just i just know that i'm i'm terribly disappointed in zach for this this movie is could have been such a it could have been a triumph if again yeah. on paper, there's no reason this movie is just not, uh, I mean, if it was a Netflix had to know or else this would have gotten a two week theatrical release instead yeah. of, instead of opening right on because the money they spent still had to be a lot. Yeah. They should have, they should have been recouping be, it. There are going to be hardcore Snyder fans that think this is a masterpiece because of how he expanded on all of these movies that are so that we love, right? It, all of these genres that we love. And they're going to say, see, he can take this part of star Wars and this part of Dune and this part of Mad Max. And he can do make all a of Franken movie and, and he can do it so much better, even though it's a piecemeal movie. It's not a full out thought of him. It's piecemeal. Right. You know, there were even part like Viking you know, things happening in this film. Um, And again, I don't hate any of these genres. I don't hate any of these ideas. Pick two. If you can't pick one, pick two, pick three. Don't do 20 different ideas in one film. And just like in Aquaman that we're going to get to in a minute, I just wanted both of these filmmakers from Rebel Moon and Aquaman to like take a stance. There are things in Aquaman that they don't, follow through with all that they didn't have the balls to follow through whereas like i think snyder thought he he got too big of balls right he he's thinking that he's up here and instead of really thinking about the bigger picture and if he's going to do a three-hour movie that's totally different from this then don't make this like you exactly have have the balls and the courage and the wherewithal to say I Netflix, I know you're giving me a ton of money, but this is my vision and this is what I want to do. And if they're not going to do it, be a filmmaker and walk away and go get the money from somewhere else yeah. to make the movie that you want to, your name is big. Deal. Yeah. It's not like he's not going to find someone 
to, yeah. to pay for that film. I, I don't know. Again, yeah. and he's just, it, it's this Snyder martyrdom. And yeah. you, 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 you want to get calls. Did he lose a bet? I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he was thinking. It's, but it's not. And all those, if you think it's a masterpiece, you're wrong. You yeah. just, at best, I will allow you to say it's good and entertaining. That is the it's best you can. It's beautiful to watch. And it is. It's, it, again, some of it's just, and I didn't mind the CGI, except for the hippogriff. No, neither did I. And it's because, again, that how he played with everything. Instead of some movies like Ant-Man this year <sighs> that just relied on the CGI but didn't give it enough money or enough thought to actually do what you got in um, the original yeah. um, Doctor Strange because it's almost it's almost the same world that they're going into, right? And I just walked watched Doctor Strange again the other day, and I'm like, how come they could do it here but do, not do it here? And it's because it was the choices and the money that they were allowed to make this movie. And again, if you don't have the right amount of money to make the movie that you want to make, have enough guts to not make the movie. And, you know, have an actual script would probably be... I mean... <sighs> Yeah, Char- <laughs> actual character development. I, and, and the other, the other problem I had as a writer on on Re- for Re- not on Rebel Moon, I did not write Rebel Moon. As a writer looking at Rebel Moon, I just, there was so much uh, talks position. Um, everything was just well, let me tell you a story, literally yeah. character to character, and it's just yeah. like, thanks for taking the lazy way out. Uh, yeah. you know, college composition one hundred and one. Uh, you know. We're gonna hack that up and send it back to you to try again, but yeah, it's it's just it's 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 just it's it's sad that that's where he's at yeah. because he is capable and has proved that he's capable of well, so much. Well, we see more. it in the film that he's capable. Yeah, but he doesn't know how to edit himself, and nobody knows how to tell him no. Yeah, that's there, there's a couple filmmakers that have that problem. Uh, that Tarantino. Just, ta- but you know what? I think. <laughs> Tarantino, yeah, Tarantino's pretentious, but you know what? He's he has a he's a generally better track record. Um, he does. He, but he I don't think he's films. made a I don't think he's made a genuinely shitty movie. No, he might make him. He might have made a movie that you didn't care for as much, but I don't think I Tarantino's mean, ever made a quote unquote bad movie. Yeah, but I would say his last piece of work after his editor of how many years died, and he's got a new editor on it, and that that movie was too long. But it didn't, like you said, it was still a great movie. I'm just not a huge fan of all in, all of Tarantino's right. work. But what Tarantino has over Snyder is that he has the guts to go all the way, even though sometimes when he goes all the way, it might be too much for it's, me. But yeah. he has he has a complete thought, and he follows that complete thought all the way through, and he doesn't care no. if people like me don't like it. it he might, has a it, vision. It might be too far. But that's as far as he wanted to go. He never yeah, goes, exactly. maybe I shouldn't go that far. Yeah. I feel you know? like the last four Snyder movies is he's making movies that he thinks he needs to make, but he says he really wanted to make them. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to say. And it, like you said, it's disappointing because I know how talented he is. And you see in this film how talented he is. What he can do. Yes. And... It just, uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, he's got some, he's got some dialogue on par with George Lucas in this too. That's that's the sad thing. There's some there's some hardcore Lucasian dialogue in there, yeah. but yeah. So yeah, that that was disappointing. But
But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast. Same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, is it more or less disappointing than Aquaman? Uh, less. Less disappointing. Less, really? Aquaman. Less disappointing? Probably Aquaman maybe because I like science fiction. Poo. It's, 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 it, it is also not good. Uh, it, it, it is it, also not good. It's because it was a Jason Momoa film starring Aquaman. This was not an Aquaman movie. Jason Momoa wore his own clothes onto the set. He brought his own motorcycle. He acted exactly how he does in real life. Instead of being Aquaman, I want to see Aquaman. The first Aquaman movie, I feel like I met Aquaman. In this movie, it's kind of like when The Rock loses control and just wants to be himself in a movie. It was oh, too much Momoa. I didn't see Aquaman at all in this film. No, it's it. I, I it, he this film is really dependent or leans in to Momoa's comedic sensibilities, which is not fun. I I would love to hang out with Jason Momoa. I but that would be a fucking blast. Same. And uh, he's not but, a bad actor. But not no, not when he wants to be. Uh and, and I hate to say this, but Fast Ten, uh he was remarkable in that in that movie. Oh my god, he was hands down best part of that movie. Hands oh, down. You just you just uh, leveled up. Just, just um. best part of that movie. I, absolutely. I watched it. It was just like, man, he's so good in this movie. But here I feel like in Aquaman is that they didn't by the time they started filming, their script wasn't done. And they said, Jason, do Jason carry this film? And he was the weakest link. I have to say that, what's the actor's name that plays his brother? Patrick Wilson. He totally outshined him in this film. Well, totally. to be fair, he's he's a more classical actor. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can have classical actors eat, like, bomb all the time. We've seen these movies. There's a couple out this year that I have unpopular opinions about <laughs> that I feel like they bombed. Um, but I mean, his character wasn't seriously significant in this film, but he definitely outdid Momoa. And I just have to say, like, I was disappointed. I didn't think I was going to love it, but I didn't think I was going to hate it. 
and I'm so angry at this film. <laughs> and my biggest part of being angry is Amber Heard. If you're going to have someone in a film, have the balls to go all the way with the character. If you don't want them in the film, cut them out altogether. But all they did was have her on the outskirts of this film, and it seriously crippled the film. I don't know that it crippled. I mean, she did. You're right. She didn't need to. She her character as much as she was in the film. Didn't commit to it. That, well, yeah, she she could have not been in the film from from the level she is in the film, and it wouldn't have changed the film at all. Exactly. So, so if you're gonna have somebody in a film commit to it in the first film her character is important yes and then in this film the story that they build around her and him and their kid is super important but they act like she is this fluff parent that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. so i'm really disappointed i don't care what you think about amber heard and everything outside of this film if you are going to have a character who is her character in this film, either change her as an actress and go all the way or keep her as an actress and go all the way or just cut her out altogether, but make a commitment and have the balls to do it. Yeah. I think, I think my problem with this film, whatever technical and, and, and script difficulties it has, and it has, uh, this film does not matter. It's tough to be invested in a film that doesn't matter. And it's not like I mean, if if there was a if there's a movie that's just a movie that's not tied to anything else and it's no good, you can say, well, it's not very good. The problem yeah. is, is that anything good you might be able to take out of Aquaman two doesn't matter. There, there's no point. This this is DC's equivalent to the New Mutants, which was in development hell, and then got stuck behind a sale. And then shuffled off to theaters to not matter. Yeah. Uh, and and if if and I, I call I called I call the New Mutants it's it's a cul-de-sac movie it doesn't go anywhere because yeah. it can't go anywhere and this is exactly what Aquaman two is. I enjoyed the New Mutants far more than Aquaman two, and I still enjoy the New Mutants. I will defend the New Mutants for what it is. I, I would go see Rebel Moon again. If I could erase Aquaman from my memory, I will allow it just because Rebel I will Mo- allow. It. I will. I will allow that just because Rebel Moon is a prettier movie to look at. Well, and it has potential. It actually, yeah. you can see some cinematic. Well, and for- es- like- and fortunately or unfortunately, it's going somewhere. Yeah. So you have to, if you know, if you know, Ty goes to the dude that gets more. He's got yeah. more. He might be able yeah. to retcon this. Yeah. But again, my issues with Rebel Moon are that it's not really the it's not really a film. It's yeah. it's a side no. hustle yeah. apparently. Yeah. So why why should I care? And Aquaman too. It's like why do there's not there's there's even if they, I cared, they, it wouldn't matter. They didn't need to make the movie. The movie it, it doesn't need to be out there in the world. And <clears> and as I'm watching the film. I'm like, wait a second. This is just a bunch of cut trailers put together. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you have a bunch of just these moments that are supposed to be exciting, but then there's nothing that makes you care about them and, or, and I'm not a gamer, but you know, the video games that you play and you have the characters kind of in front of you with bad CGI and they're like, come over here and follow me through the water. And then we're going to open up to this. 
and then you can decide if it's going to go somewhere or you can shut it off. Like, that's how it felt to me because, like, a movie in the or a video game in the early 2000s before they turned into cinema yeah. movies, that's how it felt. Like, we're just a gamer following these mermaids, you know, and we can see there's something up there, but is it going to go anywhere? I don't know. Do I have to push a secret button to go into something that's better? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, that's- it's. Like I said, what and what's sad is if if you look at the basic premise of Aquaman two, I I could build a movie around the basic premise, yeah, a lost a kingdom, premise. even even uh, even with the climate change. I mean, and they just they hammer the climate change, and with a with a not not veiled at all analogy of big evil oil, or evil yeah. big oil. I mean, and it's yeah, just I don't mind that, but it's just but it's just so out of place because there's nothing really supporting it. Yeah. It's it's just kind of they're like, uh, you need to hate me. Yeah. But then you have nothing like it's just kind of floating there like, oh, we have substance because we're saying that we care about something nope. in the real world. Right. And it was just there were parts that were so cheesy, like when he goes to actually introduce Atlantis to the world. You mean when he rips off, un- when he rips off Black Panther and Iron yes. Man? But in the worst way, it's like if the Black Panther and Iron Man went to Walmart and then Walmart took a crap. Like that's like the version of what he did. Sorry, no. but I am super passionate about how unnecessary this movie is, and I want to like DC, and I want to like Aquaman, and I want things to be cool, and it was so ir- irrelevant. But the thing is, is I know people are going to go see this movie this weekend and some people are going to be like, that was so fun. That was the best movie of the holiday season. No. And you would be wrong. You, would, wrong. you would be wrong. There's, there's at least, I usually don't say that. There's at least, there's at least three, there's at least three other movies that are out or about to come out that are, again, uh, yeah. It's I just, usually it's can find at least one good thing about every movie, and I can see how like a fan would like it, even if it's not my thing. Yep. The one good thing about this film, I thought, was his brother, mm-hmm. and I'm never going to remember that guy's name, and the scene where he's escaping from the jail and getting to the water. That was exciting. I really enjoyed that when they're being chased and they're through this like rock city and Mm -hmm. they're heading towards the water. And then he's like this little, you know, Captain America before he's transformed and he jumps into the water and then he hops out with the muscles. I was like, that's really cool. It's a great scene. That is, you know, it's a great scene. That's all I needed, right? Everything else was whatever. And then Jason Momoa came in and he ruined the rest of the scene. Yeah, he, he ruined a lot of scenes, which is a sad. Uh, so the DCEU is now dead. Yeah, It's done, no matter what James Gunn says about what he yeah. may or may not say. So this year we had Blue Beetle. Uh, which wasn't bad. What, no, see here, but but we don't know where that fits. Yeah, I, don't, um, I have no idea. Right, we can't, and, and again, I said it's been, it's been a weird couple years for DC. Because they yeah. got bought, they shelved Batgirl because it was so bad air quotes yeah uh yeah. we had blue beetle we had shazam 2 we had black adam and now we have aquaman shazam too. we and, had the flash and we had the flash so which according to james gunn the guy we're counting on on moving the dc forward 
It was the greatest superhero movie ever made. Greatest superhero movie ever. Oh my God. Greatest superhero movie ever made from the guy that actually gave us Guardians of the Galaxy. So um, at the Flash is not even better than Guardians Three. Uh, so Guardians Two, I hated Guardians Two. I'm Guardians not a fan, but I didn't really care really for Three liked, either. I like. I really liked Three. Um, I thought it was the best of all three. But for me, I don't mind if DC goes back to making these one-off superhero movie that are not connected to anything else. And that's why the blue beetle for me worked really well. It was a concise movie. It was super fun to watch. I don't know that I ever need to watch it again, but I enjoyed myself and I didn't really have complaints about it. The flash was four flashes too much for me. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed the idea of that film and I really enjoyed um, a lot of stuff that happened and a lot of these these things that they gave back to us. Um, but there was too many things. I don't again, I don't need to see that that movie again, but yeah. I didn't hate it. It wasn't the worst. I totally forgot about Shazam 2 because it's forgettable. <laughs> but again, not the worst DC movie of the year. No, not no. But clearly, clearly not. Uh, but no, it's so what's funny is, OK, so DCEU is dead. Yeah. And it's so we're going to start over. Yeah. I will argue that DC is now in a tie with Marvel cinematically. For this year. Yeah. yeah. Right now. But they both yeah. have they both have to go. Uh so yeah. let's you know, I, I said, you know, my joke was the tortoise has caught the hair. Because DC yeah. has been chasing Marvel. They finally yeah, caught up. Right but it's only because they're somebody, both running backwards. Yeah, somebody needs to make a move. Um, it should be and, Marvel because they know how to do it. Yeah. DC has yet to prove that they can do it. Yeah, and I feel I feel a little bad for Marvel because they had someone in the reins over the last couple of years that took away their budget, that had no idea how to run studios or do movies. Um, the other Bob just sucked, and he sucked all of the fun out of Disney and Marvel, and now he's gone. And ho- hopefully, because these movies were already you know, planted, they couldn't just take them away because he sucked at his job. Um, and so now I hope that that we're going to get that let's take chances again from Marvel. And I hope DC starts doing it too. If DC would stop trying to out-Marvel Marvel and just get back to making their own films and not being like, well, we need to keep up with them, don't try and keep up with someone. Just make your movies because DC used to out Marvel. I mean, they were on top. If DC's live action was as good as DC's animation, Marvel wouldn't, we wouldn't be talking about Marvel. Yeah. Uh, But no, Marvel is supposed to be fun. They're not the same kind of movies. The heroes are not the same. Yeah. The villains aren't the same. Uh, No. Yeah. That's also true. But yeah, I mean, so, but I don't, I like both if they can both pull their heads out of each other's butts. (laughs) Human, human centipede. Uh, oh, gosh. yeah, I wasn't going that route, but all right, but it'll work. Uh, but no, yeah, so it's it that it, that's sad. So, Aquaman 2 is disappointing. So, it was it was a, this was a terrible week for film for I us, mean, not um, uh, in terms of I... what we had to watch, yeah, yeah. I mean, migration I thought was super cute. I didn't I don't see think, it, I don't think that it's like groundbreaking. But it's just a cute movie, and you know I love birds, oh, yeah, about sure. birds. It is very formulaic, but I think sometimes you just need that, right? Yep. Um, 
And so for me, if you were just to see the three movies that we had to see this week, that I would say go see this animated bird movie. Yeah. Now there are a lot of movies that actually open this weekend that I would tell you to spend money on and just to totally forget about the two movies we just talked about. Yeah, and one I know you really like and I did too. What the surprising one was of course the Iron Claw. Maybe we'll talk oh about that gosh, in the future. Yeah. Yeah, you might think, "Oh my god, it's a Zac Efron wrestling movie." Oh no. No. I mean, yes, I but am, no. I'm a fan of Zac Efron. You know, he when he hits, he really hits hard and when he misses, he really misses hard. But what I like about him is that he has taken chances on different roles. He's not just playing or doing the same movie over and over, even though some of the movies that he made choices on are bad. Right. Um, but I like to see that he took a chance and the filmmaker took a chance on him. And it is one of the strongest ensemble casts. Um, and I'm going to do a little throw out. You can actually, um, you can actually read my full review on what to see with Val.com. Um, and I'll be talking about it Friday morning on Good Things Utah. But I really didn't think I was going to care. I was neutral going in right. because I don't know that much about wrestling um, and, or, you know, yeah. the story of this family. And I went in and, and I was blown away. It's Yeah, it's fabulous. And then Monday on Christmas Day, one of my favorite movies that apparently I'm in the minority on opens, The Boys in the Boat. George I really movie. enjoyed the boat, the boys in the boat. I thought it was a beautiful movie. I love a good sports movie. They're usually formulaic, um, and this one kind of fits that formula where you've got this downtrodden team, and then they have to work their butts off, and then they go to the end and they win. This is based on a true story, um, and I did really enjoy it. Did it beat? The Iron Claw, I don't think it beat The Iron Claw. But I would say it's a beautiful movie. I don't think you need to see it in the theater to enjoy it, where I would say The Iron Claw is going to hit you harder in the theater I think so. than this one. I think Not, so. But yeah, I, I, I like The Boys in Boat. I've actually already watched that again. Yeah, Because that's, that, that's a, just a movie a that movie. was in my... It, that was completely in my wheelhouse. Well, so and I, I would like, totally watch it again. And the casting... Um, was really great mm. for that movie, and it is beautiful. Yeah, like, it, is. it is beautiful Clooney, to watch. Yeah, R- Ryan and I did a did a, a a piece you can go search. It's just called Clooney versus Cooper, where we discuss uh, the way Clooney directs and what he directs, and Bradley Cooper and and what he chooses yeah. to direct. Because uh, yeah. of course, Bradley Cooper did Maestro this year, so it's a little bit more of a one's more adventurous, but Clooney's he's like a traditional guy. And he picks yeah, he these just, traditional he stories. Makes good movies that you want to watch, which isn't, which in itself is taking a chance to try to yeah. take a, a yeah. conventional thing and make and, and make it succeed. So Clooney, yeah. but yeah, so we did like ten minutes on those two, those two guys. Yeah. But yeah, they're both good movies, by the way, Maestro yeah. and The Boys and in the you, Boat. So see them both. Also have the color purple, which I is it, it's in my top ten that opens up on Christmas Day, and then you also have. Um, American fiction that opens up this weekend that was also American um, fiction is great. I did not care for the color purple, but yeah, American American fiction is great, and it's even more great when you realize the book was written in two thousand one, yeah, or something like that. And it's just like I looked at it, I go, was that twenty years ago? It's like no, this this book aged well. If that's if that's the case, it was so smart, and the writing was smart. And again, it's not a movie with explosions and bells and whistles and all of these big actors. Although the actors in it are fantastic, um, but it didn't say we need to have this huge name because, as much as I love Wright, he 
he's an actor that everybody loves, yep. but you wouldn't say that he's a leading man per se. No. And so they took chances on this film and it worked. Yep. It worked so well. Well, what's funny, you know, I, I complained about the way that Aquaman two just kind of ham fisted in their social commentary yeah. with climate. American fiction is all social commentary, but it's, but it's done correctly. Yeah. It's uh, so if so you're going to, if you want to know how to do it, watch American fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Not Aquaman 2. That's, that's not yeah. how you do it. Uh, no. Because you can see no. it all in American fiction and you're just like, yeah. nice job. Well done. And yes, Jeffrey yeah. Wright is ridiculously talented. Yeah. Um, and he's up against, uh, in theaters, also the holdover with Paul Giamatti, another guy, not a yeah. leading man. But yeah, and the nice holdover, job. again, a quiet movie that was just made well. The script was smart. The cinematography was good. Mm-hmm. The casting was dead on. Yeah. And it was just this quiet movie, and it's not—it's not a story that we haven't heard before. It was just done in a different way. Right? And yeah, it was done well. So, yeah. so people forget you don't have to be new or experimental. Or you can yeah. do it well. Yeah. If there's and only seven—if there's only seven stories, quote unquote, yeah. pick one, do it well. Yeah. I love new, and I love experimental. But again, if you are not going to really dig in deep and do experimental and mm-hmm. do new, I'm going to go with the quiet, well-done movie. Yep. You know, and we've had a, like Air. Air this year. I loved Air. And again, it was just this well-made movie, just like The Tender Bar last oh. year was just a well-made movie movie you told me about that one last year and then when i finally got around to watching it i was like oh that's so good i didn't get a text from you saying that you were right val (laughs) did i not i'm sorry let me do that right now. no you probably did you probably i probably sent you a damn that's probably what i gave you (laughs) damn no that one yeah so we've given you choices to what to watch instead of instead of yeah there's there's a lot and yeah yeah there's 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 still good stuff out there there's great stuff out there yeah. Uh, any of which is better than Rebel Moon or Aquaman 2, I think is really the yeah. point that we've tr- been trying to make for the last 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so um, Val, obviously you're you're on, uh, on on TV tomorrow from when we're yeah. recording this. Uh, so tell everyone where they can watch you, where they can read you, where they can watch your show. Every Friday uh, morning, I'm on Good Things Utah. And then um, I have a podcast called Movies That Make Us uh, with a couple other of our favorite people. Uh, That usually comes up every Monday, but we are taking the holiday off. So there's no new episode this coming up Monday because it's Christmas. But you can go. We have four seasons of stuff that you can go thumb through and listen to. And then all of my social media is I am Val Cameron because I do What to See with Val as well. Um, yeah, go check me out. Got you stuff, go. got, a, got opinions. You got opinions. I know. And you're happy to come <laughs> on. You're, you're welcome to come on here and, and express them anytime you want. If you, if you want to use words that Jake doesn't want to hear, you can yeah, always come on I here. There's things I can say on here that I yeah, can't just, say on Just here. shoot me a text. Say, Mark, I need to talk without Jake. <laughs> I, I was going to say tomorrow on Good Things Utah that Zack Snyder gave the finger to a whole bunch of other directors, but I don't have time to say it, but I really, really yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah i yeah and they probably wouldn't appreciate it on that channel either uh <laughs> yeah they probably wouldn't appreciate it at all uh as for me don't forget to uh follow the visually stunning movie podcast wherever you listen wherever you watch just look us up or go to the website vsmoviepodcast.com 
and it's got links to everything and every place we are, I promise. And you can uh, listen and or watch to your little heart's content. But the big <laughs> thing is, enjoy your holiday weekend. If you go to the movies, pick a good one. For the love of God, pick a good one that deserves your money. We've given, Again, we've given you plenty of options. So, uh, Val, thanks for coming on. I know you have Thank to go record again in a minute with some other folks, with your guys. So uh, have fun. Say hi to those guys. Tell them I said hi. Yeah. Uh, and uh, until uh, next time, I am Mark. That's Val. Bye, Val. Bye. And we will see you guys later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.